welcome to the Pita Party, the podcast with Daisy. Hi, Daisy. Morning. Well, it's morning. Night for, for me. You. Morning for me. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be talking about being ghosted and being stood up and crazy relationship stories. Um, we have quite a few, Daisy, don't we? Yeah, well, we got inspired by this because <laughs> of my drama series and a girl wrote in on her first date ever, she got stood up and I I'm just like, I couldn't even imagine doing that to somebody else. No. Like, it's insane. And yeah, obviously nowadays ghosting is such a big trend. Um, like, even, even when I don't want to go somewhere, if I made a plan with people, I will go. I will show up. I hate, like studying people up or being stood up obviously it's just horrible it's just you have yeah. to be a terrible person to do that <laughs> i'm the exact same as you like being late even gives me anxiety mm. um being late like cancelling last minute i just couldn't oh, i hate it even if i was so sick i wouldn't even dream of let alone doing that to so oh, i just i couldn't even think of it well i had to say having a baby i'd done that once <laughs> And I used Lily as an excuse for canceling last minute. I felt really, really bad, but I was so tired. Lily was fine, but I said, I was like, oh, Lily's really screaming today. She doesn't stop, so I don't think I can go. And Lily I, was just chilling, looking at me. I think you can do it like the odd time. I definitely don't think it makes you the worst person in the world if, you know, once in a while you... um you do it you know everyone has done it once once upon a time especially yeah. with friends or a family thing kind of last minute but the idea of standing someone up or ghosting someone i don't actually think i've ever been ghosted but i've definitely been blocked several well, times i'll tell you my ghosted story then <laughs> yeah so, growing up right i didn't used to go out i didn't used to date much i always had serious relationships so when i left brazil to work on a cruise ship first and then to live in Dubai to work for Emirates, I dated a lot. Not ashamed, lived my life. Um, but I was dating this guy, it was my first year in Dubai, I was like 22, and he was so beautiful. Like, he wasn't handsome, he was beautiful. He was like a sculpture. He had such blue eyes and he was tall and his muscles were like, perfect and his height was perfect everything about him was perfect <laughs> he was a cabin crew as well he was a flight attendant and um obviously me 22 stupid he was like oh my god this is so special i've never met anybody like you this is amazing our souls match and you know like all the bullshit all the bullshit and i was like oh my god this is so beautiful maybe i found the one or Oh, so stupid. And um, and it was like that. Beautiful. Where was he from? He was from... I can't remember if it was Croatia. Okay. Or one of those countries. I can't okay. remember. Eastern European. I don't even know if Croatia is Eastern Europe, but... I know of, what you're talking about, yeah. That, yeah. But he was amazing. Um... But it was funny because we only meet at his apartment. We would never meet outside. I don't even remember how we met first. But then one day I was like, hey, um, I think we should go out for dinner or something. And he was like, well, no, um, I know about you. 
this is not gonna work. And then he blocked me. He blocked me on Facebook, on uh, back in the day was BBM from Blackberry. He blocked me everywhere. And I never heard from him again. Like, you never, never find out what he heard about you? I, no, I had no idea what he was talking about. Um, and I never heard from him again. Couldn't <gasps> find him again. Um, and it was just like that. I was like, what? I was, what? Do you Can have any? That? <laughs> do you have any theories? Do you think like he had a girlfriend or? I think he must have. But the funniest part is, so I stayed in Dubai for two years and a half, and on my last month in Dubai, I was in a club and I saw him, and he saw me, and he literally came to me to give me a hug, and I just looked at him. I was like, I stepped back. I was like. I'm not getting a hug from you. Are you out of your mind? And he was like, oh, hi. And I was like, no, nah, sorry. Nah. And I just walked away. And were you upset with what happened? Or did it, were you just yeah, like, Yeah, because I really liked him. Like, you know, when before he blocked me, obviously. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is really nice. You know, he's, he makes me feel so special and all that shit. And... Yeah, and I was I, I was just like so baffled, like my mind was blown. I had no idea what happened. I I don't know like what was wrong with him. <laughs> I think you know it's funny when these things. Obviously, you got like no information whatsoever. But I always, whenever I break up with someone, or they usually break up with me, I'm always like, I have to know, I have to know. And you, you, you know, you never get an answer, even if he told you something. It's still never good enough because yeah, it's just funny how. Obviously, that happened to you, but on it, and you have no idea. But I honestly, think you'd never be satisfied with whatever answer you got. So they kind of, kind of just doing you a favor. That's the way I feel. At least with the guys that blocked me, I was like, you know what? <laughs> You're just ending something that I was never gonna end. Because so I was always kind of like, why, why? I don't understand. Um. So yeah, it's it's pretty awful. Yeah, I had, I had a, oh, I has, I have so many breakup stories. So I have this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let you talk, Daisy. I promise. No, no, I love this. this. One I, have, I barely date, so I have so few stories. I just have three people who blocked me, and that's my dating <laughs> history. So I'm fine with this. I, when I let it go, I let go. Like, I don't care if you come back after me. I don't care what you do. But I always give a chance. So when this guy, this my Irish boyfriend, actually. When he broke up with me, um, we were about to join a boat together and he broke up with me and I was leaving the following week to go to France to join a boat. So I, I gave him the whole week. I was like, I'll give you a few days. And the last couple of days I was like, are you sure? Cause you know, once I leave, this is not gonna, not gonna happen again, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, do you know how I'm sure that this was the right decision? And I was like, how? And he said, when we broke up, I felt relief. I felt so relieved that we broke up. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> so I guess that is over. <laughs> my God. <laughs> we were together for two years and a half, by the way. Do you know what? Like, sometimes I think in relationships, it's cruel to be kind. And I often tell people mm. that. And as much as that, that actually hurts me, him saying that to you. And I don't even know yeah. this person. <laughs> but you would have kept asking if he kept bullshitting you saying like it's not you it's me or it's just not the right time you know that these answers are bullshit and you know 
that really there's something deeper there that's going to hurt you. So as much as that is honestly so cruel, at least to let <laughs> you kind of just move on and go, okay, yeah, he. <laughs> no, after that, I was like, yeah, definitely. That is nothing else there. So, what were you in? Bye. What was he? What was it just arguing or? No, there was, well, I mean, you saw a little bit on the show. I am a bit crazy and I might have <laughs> okay, a drinking no. problem. So. <laughs> but oh, so I was when... I was quite bad. I was quite bad to him, to be honest. He endured a long time. Okay, so you fight was... when you were drinking. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. When okay. I wasn't drinking, we were fine. Like I didn't see the breaking up coming at all. I didn't think we we're going to break up. But when I think back, I was like, oh, poor guy, <laughs> he's been through a lot. But did he communicate with you that like that was an issue? No, yeah, that's the thing. That's see. one thing I told him after. I was like. I wish you had told me when things were happening because he told me that he wanted to, he felt like it was over about six months before he broke up. You have no idea if you don't tell someone or ask someone to change or see if they're willing to. I think this is like problem with so many things. Nobody communicates with anything. And you're like, I had no idea how you're, you were feeling that way. And it's scary because you spend every day with this person. You share a bed with them. You talk to them 24 seven and then you're like, what the fuck? This was an issue. You're like, well, I didn't know. I know. And I told him and I was like, wow, I wish you had told me before so we could maybe have worked it out or have done something. But I was terrible. I was terrible. I remember once we were in Monaco during summer. I had a day off from my boat, had a day off from his boat. And he took me to this nice restaurant and we were already fighting. I, I can't remember why, but then I got drunk really quick. And in the middle of the restaurant, while we were sitting down, I started going off and I started making like a massive scene. And I was going like, look at that woman. Why is she looking? Why are you looking at me? You horrible, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it was like, I would have broken up with me then. I don't know how he didn't. So I understand why he broke up with me. (laughs) Well, that's good. I mean, that's, you know, I think we always, after we break up, we can take time and reflect and say, I mean, I can say that with all of my partners, be like, yeah, okay, (laughs) fair enough. Um, Well, no, they kind of drove me to being crazy, but that must have been hard hearing that though, like relief to be out of someone's life. I mean, which I'm sure my exes felt the same, but like I said, sometimes <laughs> it's cruel to be kind and kind of allows you to go, okay, this is not going to work. I can tell you another story, but I want to hear why you got blocked first. Oh my God, I've gotten blocked so many times, but mainly from guys <laughs> that I've dated. And again, just kind of want to explain, nothing bad. So like, no one like I just met or no one who hasn't kind of explained to me, but guys that I just won't let it go. Like they're trying to break up with me and I cannot understand it. Um, and the more I can't understand, the crazier I get. <laughs> so like virtual stalking. But I'm so out of my mind. And also these guys, I have to say like all of them, I think I've been blocked twice. Blocked them <laughs> twice and like ignored by another. But I have yeah. to say that these guys, like, they drove me to being crazy. They, We talked about this earlier. Like, they gaslighted me. They, you know, they were all cheating on me. They all had, like, you know, different lives going on. I never explained, so nothing made sense to me. Um, whereas, like, now I know that they had different lives going on, and this was their easiest way of getting rid of me. But 
the blocking thing, yeah, I probably deserved it. And I honestly, because I just <laughs> couldn't understand because they were living a different life. And instead of just saying, Daisy, I've been cheating on you this whole time. You actually meant very little to me. I would understand it. I'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. See you later. Yeah. But they didn't. They would say this spin, this whole thing of like, I care about you, but we just can't be together. So that to me is so confusing. So the more they said this, the crazier I would go. And <laughs> the, the more I'd need more answers because I know what they're saying mm -hmm. to me isn't real. Like, how can you say, oh, you care about me, but there's just no future? Um, yeah, so the more I needed an answer, the more I would stalk them, <laughs> and then they blocked me. Um, but I'm friends <laughs> with all of them now, and yeah, as much as they were assholes, they also did the best thing by me as well. Like, I've even got people in my life now where I'm like, I would just rather them block me, because I'll never do that. I will never, ever walk away from someone like that. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, I would just rather them block me because it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I don't think... I'm trying to think if I blocked anybody. I've blocked people for different reasons, not a romantic relationship. I talked to all my exes, apart from my last one, who... Not my last one, the Australian one that I, I thought I was going to get married to. Sorry, which one he, I missed last? The Australian No, one. that's the one that his girlfriend um, told him to block me. Oh, is that the Australian one? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you guys were together for so five years. So that's the years. only reason I don't talk to him. Yeah. Yeah, I talk to all of my exes. Like, you need time apart for sure. Like, whether it be like six mm -hmm. months or a year or whatever. Because all feelings pass, no matter who they are. But if you're yeah. constantly in your life, which is, I think, what's difficult with people with children. Maybe not in your yeah. face. But... Imagine <laughs> getting over somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> don't worry, I have nobody to get over. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but imagine being married to somebody and then having to get over them while have to keep constantly dealing with them that's, because of children. Yeah, that's what the difficult part is. Because I think if you can have somebody not in your life, which is what I'm grateful when, when somebody blocks me, because I'm like, I don't need to see their face all the time. I don't need to see them online. I don't need to, because you can't move on. Whereas with these yeah. people, these broke up, breakups dragged on for so long. And then as soon as they blocked me, when we didn't talk for like six months, I was like, oh, they're completely out of my life now. And now we're in a, in a space that we can be friends and I'm no hard feelings because I feel so differently about them. But yeah, if you have someone in your life all the time, you're never going to move on. So I'm okay with the blocking, but... Not the ghosting. Because I, well, it depends the circumstances. I can, I'm okay with my exes blocking me. I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> but standing someone up, ghosting, like ghosting if you're just, if you're like dating someone and you just lose interest and you can't face breaking up with them is just the most coward. Like at least with my boyfriends, they were trying to break up with me. They didn't just one yeah. day, like <laughs> that guy, that, that is insane. That would drive me to hysteria. Yeah, I, I I was like, imagine I was twenty two, like I was I was like so, I thought that I had something special, you know, like literally he made me feel like we were uh, the souls that met in the universe or whatever, and then he disappeared. I was like, wow, oh, I'd love to know if he is listening to this. Please <laughs> reach out and let Danny know what she did. <laughs> That you to be honest, I think that's that, that was just something that he did with girls. As soon as they wanted to 
try and actually do something more or be more serious, he would just go to the next one. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was sleeping with other women at the same time. I wouldn't... At the time, I didn't think that, but now I think that's absolutely possible. Yeah. What's your other story? Oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's not that bad. Well, but as you're saying, like, you know, having a reason to break up. And when my Irish boyfriend said that, I was like, oh, okay, cool. That That's definitely over. That was hard. And, then, you know, I'm just going to move on and whatever. But then I had a relationship that it was just like, just dragged. It just dragged and... Uh, I thought it was pretty serious, but then as soon, it, uh, well, the reason he broke up with me was, there's nothing wrong with you. I just don't think you are the one. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. You know, I think it's quite funny because, because honestly, again, I think it's cruel to be kind, but I almost... You kind of almost have to hear these things because my guys never said yeah. this to me. My guys were always just like, I care about you, but it's not going anywhere. And um, they never really gave me like a clear answer like that. And I think that's why it was easier for them to block me because I didn't understand. But wow, <laughs> that's ballsy. It was, it was as soon as he said that and as soon as we were broken up, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I think I was actually settling for him. And he was probably settling for me as well, obviously. Um, he was great. I miss his mom so much. <laughs> I miss his mom more than I miss him. But I think I said that on the other podcast. I just don't want to be the ex that still in touch with the family, you know? I, I find that so annoying. I hate that. So I don't want to be that person. But I love his mom. Um, but as soon as we broke up and he said that, I, I saw how we were settling, how we were actually not meant to be together. But it was funny because how long after? I think maybe four months after, he came and see me where I was and he stayed in my apartment, slept in my bed. We didn't even kiss or anything. And he was like, I just came to, I thought that he came because he wanted to try and get back together. But he came to see if I was okay. He said that he felt really bad Aww. and he wanted to make sure I was okay. That's pretty sweet. That's... I mean, I don't know. I think he was just trying to get rid of his guilt conscience, you know, just to, I don't know. Well, I don't maybe, know. We were you know, really... maybe he was, but I mean, at least he, at least he felt guilty. At least he had a conscience about it. Um, fair point, yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I appreciate the honesty. I think that's really brave <laughs> of your exes to be so honest with you. I think that's pretty cool, to be honest, uh, even though that must be so hard to hear like I am so sensitive when it comes to relationships like I am the strongest person when it comes to work family friends I'm a psycho when it comes to relationships and I take everything so personally and if I was <laughs> to hear those things I'm just like oh, oh my god I think that's why it's been so long since I've been in a relationship because I'm just so sure it's gonna end and I'm gonna have to hear some awful feedback about myself but I'm like I just can't yeah I can't Wow. I remember you you're you're saying on the show, I don't take anything personally. I'm joking. I take everything personally. Yeah. <laughs> literally take I like to pretend I don't take things personally. I like to put up this hard front, but I will <laughs> absorb everything. I get so offended so easily. Um but lucky enough, I haven't been. But you know what? I think part of the reason why I haven't really been ghosted and stuff is because I'm not really in the dating world. 
Um, I don't really yeah. date. I don't really online date. And there's a mixture of like, it's not really my thing. And also I think because I don't live in a, obviously like you, you've been yachting. And if you didn't have Lily, I'm sure you'd, or if you weren't in lockdown, I'm sure you'd start to online date um, or update or whatever. Um, but with with being yachty, it just isn't it really a thing. It is for a yeah. hookup, and I know some people who have met their partners on apps, but it's nothing like when you're living in London or Sydney and New York or anything where it's totally normal. It's not for us because, you know, we'll turn up somewhere, you'll swipe right, and you'll go out that night and hook up with someone, um, and then you leave the next day. I've never yeah. even really done that. I just can't be arsed, but... I think all the yachties, they end up having their hookups with all the yachties. You go to Antigua or whatever, and then you go to the bars where it's full of yachties. Exactly. And then you, really, and you have a hookup, and then you're like, okay, we bye. We don't really we need to, um, to like, be on apps because we just turn up in Antigua, like you said, go to the local yachty bar, and you can guarantee 90% of the people are single, um, ready yeah. to mingle, <laughs> or your age. <laughs> So it's, it's, you know, back to the old school dating ways, but I think, and then you're not really ghosting because you know, you're going your separate ways. So it's not like, again, you're living in London being like, oh, they, they're going to ask me out on a date or anything. Like in Antigua, you know, the person's going to be like, well, I'm leaving next week. And you're like, oh, okay. And that's kind of the end of it. So yeah. I think, you know, that's part of the reason why I haven't really experienced the whole being stood up or being ghosted. Um... But, you know, I'm now that I'm 34, I'm going to start trying to date. So I'm going to have to um, keep track <laughs> if anyone does it, because I think it's way more common in the app world because it's just so easy for people to do. They don't, you know, if you introduce me to your friend, that person can't ghost me or stand me up because I'm going to be able to track them down. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, standing your friend's an asshole. <laughs> Well, I have to say, I had three Tinder dates in my life. And that was the four. year I was living in Madrid. Four. <laughs> I loved all of mine. I talked to the three of them. They're so sweet. And it's funny because I was in Madrid and there was one Irish guy, one Spanish guy, and one American guy. And I talked to the three of them and I had an um, amazing time. The American guy, he wins. He knows this. Uh, he wins as the best date I ever had. Really? Um, yeah. Because it was think so you've unexpected. Told me that about this date. Tell everyone else. Tell me again. Yeah, it's just like when you, you know we went, we met on Tinder, and I went for we went for a date. So we said let's go for drinks, and I had zero expectations. And we said drinks, especially. I think neither of us had any expectations, so we said drinks because then we can leave, leave quickly if we don't like each other. And uh, that was like I don't know, six p.m., seven p.m. You know how in Spain people have dinner really late, anyways. And we met for drinks and then we had tapas and we really liked each other's company. We were having fun. And then we ended up going kind of like bar hopping and having a little bit of dinner and then drinking. And then it was like, I don't know, midnight or something. We decided to go clubbing and then we went clubbing together. And so we ended up spending 12 hours together. We met at 6 p.m. And by the time I went home, it was 6 a.m. coming out of the club. And why didn't anything happen with him? Because he was actually so sweet and i really like him um but he was just passing by madrid he's um he works online so he could work anywhere so he was just traveling around he's not even meant to stay in madrid that long he stayed in madrid i think maybe 
a couple weeks and he meant to stay a couple days or something, I can't remember. Um, and he came back to Madrid after, but it was just hard, you know, like it's the same thing as <laughs> Lady agrees with me. You know? <laughs> um, it was just a thing of he's in America, I was in Madrid at the time, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with my life still. Um, yeah, and... I totally get that. I think that's why, like, often people in who live in like villages or towns get married so young because it's so easy. It's you know each other's families, you know the path you're going, where's the lives we live. It's so transient. It's it's really difficult. You have to be seriously committed to, you know, and, and especially as yachties, you often see like South Africans get with Kiwis and Irish get with you know Americans or whatever, and it's a huge commitment because yeah, you just yeah yeah, there's just so many things involved, and especially with dating, like why is this American? gonna come to madrid again just to see you like you'd have yeah. to be a really special person to make an impact well I, yeah, i've gone on four online dates i think it's four and they've been in they've all been fine but again it was all like it was like i was bored i remember meeting a guy in ireland and i was literally <laughs> leaving the next day i did the same in new zealand i was leaving new zealand the next day but i was like on my own had nothing to do and i was like fuck it let's go for a date so I, in my head, straight away, I knew it was never going anywhere. Um, but none of them were bad. No horror stories. I don't talk to any of them still. But, yeah, no <laughs> bad stories. I'm not even sure I kissed. I may have kissed one of them. Oh, no, one guy I was actually dating for about six weeks. Um, I don't think it was going to go anywhere. But we were sleeping together while I was in Ireland. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to have to get back into it. I'm sick of being single. But, um I'm dreading it. I get hot, yeah. I can I cannot even think about going on a date. Like I just I just even if it wasn't locked down, even if I had the time, it's just like I don't have brain power for it anymore. What well, takes like, you know, a lot. It takes It does. It's so energy consuming, time consuming. It's like a and I've got friends who like are hardcore want to find a relationship and I have to give it to them like and the, the sad thing is, though, is they're like, it becomes a job. And I mean, fair play mm. to them. They know what they want and they're out getting it. But, you know, dating should be fun. And you kind of watch the movies and you're like, oh, that looks so fun. They're like, no, like you invest so much time into it and um, so much effort. So if you have anything else going on in your life, like if you're studying or starting a new job or have family issues or have a baby, I can totally get how you, you don't have the time because these people... It's a full-time job, so they, yeah, you know, have to be very settled in their life to be able to find the time to commit to going on these dates. So, I totally get how you would, and even meeting somebody, you know, I read something the other day that was really funny. You have to spend time with somebody to find out if you want to spend more time with that person, <laughs> and it's just like so draining. You have to. You know, imagine you meet somebody and you have a great first date and then the second date's shit. And then it's like, oh, fuck. Then you start again and then you meet somebody again. And it's just like... I think that's what um, I'm kind of dreading. I'm like, because I usually date um, friends. I usually date guys that I've worked with or that I know. Because I think that cuts all of the... Like, I know that they're funny. Mm. I know that they come from a good family. Yeah. I know their job. And that cuts out so much of the, the work. Because I've known them for six months and then we start dating. Um, but obviously none of them have worked out. 
And I think that's what I'm dreading is exactly what you're talking about. That getting to know someone, that's so much effort. It was so easy for me to date these guys who were my friends. Um, but yeah, I'm dreading it. You know nothing about them. Like, I know. You know, one thing I never happened to me, I only had three dates, as I said, but like, imagine going to meet somebody and it doesn't look like the picture, like happens to a lot of people or they lied about, I don't know, so a lot of things. So I'm actually, I was on Bumble, I'm in London at the moment, and I matched with this guy and we're like talking away and he's like, do you want to go for a drink? And then he texts me being like, um, my friend said that I'm being catfished because my name is different on my Bumble because it takes my Facebook name because I want my Facebook to be private. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean, blah, blah, blah. And he's obviously never watched a show, but his friend has watched a show. So I was like, oh. I was like, obviously, I was like, well, your friend must know who I am. And he was like, well, he was like, no, she looked at your photo, said you're being catfished and walked away. So I had to prove to this guy that he's not being catfished and that I am actually Daisy Kelleher. And I had to like do all this stuff to prove to him. And I'm like, oh God, this is going to be my online dating now where people are going to come. Oh my God, that's now the, the added layer for you, Daisy. You have to prove you're you because you're a celebrity now. <laughs> and he's obviously never heard of Blowjack. And he's like, what the fuck is this? Because it's not that big in the UK. So it was really, really funny. And I really enjoyed that his friend was just like, you're being catfished and walked away. I was like, this is, he was, she was like, basically like, let's pretend I put my name as like Sally. He was like, her name's not Sally. I know what her real name is and it's not Sally. Um, but yeah, it was so funny. You need to get, you need to get on Raya, Raya. I know they Have won't, yeah, they won't accept me. It's really pissing me off. What? I don't know. They just. What do you have to do? I think it just keeps saying that um they're waiting for my application, so I'm gonna have to wait and see when. Yeah, it's just like your application is currently on the wait list. You'll continually review our wait list, and it's been like that for months. So I don't know. Maybe they just don't like me. What's your application? It, it's literally like you have to be, you have to give your Instagram handler and you need to be approved by like, so I've got friends on Rhea, so that you need to be um, like your name put forward. So I did all that. It, I think it looks like I have a problem with it, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't really want, I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I will keep all my dating, um, stories for you guys so i can let you know but yeah I, my first that's i cannot wait first to leave guy who has asked me on a drink and straight away is like oh, apparently i'm being catfished so i'm like this is <laughs> going to be a glimpse into my future of me trying to and anyway i'm so paranoid that i don't look like my photos anyway i'm always like oh shut up but you never feel like that weird i'm like oh my god because you obviously put up good photos well, and i'm like oh, i'm not having yeah. a good day it's always a good angle yeah always a good light and they're always gonna be like that's not what you look like in your photo like people who catfish fucking ballsy like fair play to you i don't even know no. Catfish and showing up and being yeah. like, hi, actually, it's me. It's like, what? I've heard so many of these stories, like people being way heavier than they are in their photos, looking complete. I think usually they are the person, but like way I think men younger. lie a lot about height. Yeah, 
And yeah. women lie a lot about weight or something yeah, like that. I don't know. I agree. Um, but so ballsy. Like, I always try <laughs> to put up, like, photos, which is actually funny because you get more likes if you're in a bikini shop. But I actually do it so they can see me, what I look like in a bikini. <laughs> so they don't so do you him. go for a drink with this guy or are you going to go for a drink with him? I think we're going to go for a drink. That's if he doesn't ghost me. Ooh. So I will keep you all updated. Um <laughs> I'm going to live vicariously through you. Daisy. I know I need to start dating. I'm going to be, I mean, yeah. we need to do, we need to do a live and uh, not public live, obviously just me and you and Ali and we can swipe right or left together. Yes. Oh my gosh. I think that's a brilliant <laughs> idea. We're going to be shaming people. Or, bad. We can even do an extra live and just hide their faces and just read their descriptions and go left and right i think people would love that yeah i would love that i think that's a great <laughs> idea we should do that and compare sydney melbourne and london london people are hot i i get a lot of matches but it's really hard to get people to write back to you but i think it's as i'm so boring i'm literally like um hey how's your day so i think they're like a match i'm like oh awkward oh i am absolutely terrible at talking at writing at like terrible i don't know how how i met people honestly i'm oh, so bad at i it. hate it i just want to go for a drink uh, this guy actually we've actually chatted really easily and we chatted for like a day and he asked me for a drink and it's kind of the exact way i'd want it to go he's a bit younger though so i mean he's not gonna be the love of my life i'm not gonna get married to him let's be honest i'm only <laughs> like getting the confidence to go on a date but um, oh, I, I hope you get married to him and we can show this video on your wedding day i know <laughs> no he's way too young but um yeah it's fun you know while i'm in london you gotta start somewhere so yeah i'm so sick of being single. go for it yeah i'm i would say download the other apps download hinge i heard that hinge is really good my friend yeah so yeah i go on hinge as well that's also really hard i basically just hate talking to people the swiping right it's the easy bit what is, what is the one that you pass by people i think that's happen happen yeah, yeah. i don't I think I've never happen been is in. creepy <laughs> Because it's just like, oh, you just passed by this person. It's like, oh, really? Did I? I really, I really hope. Because honestly, the four dates I've been on, like you, I mean, they they were great and nothing mind blowing, but they were nice and they look like who they are. I am petrified of being ghosted or stood up. What the fuck? Or this catfish. Poor, or catfish. <laughs> this poor girl I got stood up. She was like, it's the first date I've ever been on. I'm really trying to like build my confidence. I'm like, who would do oh. that to me? Yeah, honestly broke my heart. Like, I think I'm strong enough and confident enough to be like, fuck you. I would literally go crazy. Oh, <laughs> oh no. She scratched herself. Oh. That's really pain cry. Uh oh. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe that is cute for us to go. Oh, my Well, Danny, we will leave you go. Okay, I will leave Danny and I'm going to let her know. So I am going to leave Danny um, and Lily alone because they are crying. And uh, yeah, so you guys, hope you enjoyed the podcast. And obviously, we always appreciate your stories. So DM us any crazy catfishing, ghosting. I love to hear it. Um, I always know it makes everyone feel a bit better knowing that they're not alone. 
So yeah, um, hope you enjoyed it. And like I said, share your stories and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Yes, please share stories. I want to hear them. <laughs> Bye. See you later. Oh, that was a bit short.